Welcome back to Big Les's League, you know, rugby league experience. Let's talk about the Olam, Justin Olam, that is, and Sean Bloor rumors for a swap. So Sean Bloor would go to the Melbourne Storm, and then obviously Justin Olam would go to the West Tigers. Now, West Tigers, uh, only a few weeks ago, were trying to get Bradman Best for 800k. Now, the good thing about swapping Sean Bloor is I don't think Sean Bloor is on anything near 800k. I don't think Olam's on anything near 800k either. Olam would have be on would still be on his first contract, I believe, from the from the Melbourne Storm uh, that he signed when he went there in the first place. I don't think he'd be on anything higher than 400k. Uh, Justin Olam, I think he's still in his first contract at the Melbourne Storm, and we can sort of try and find uh, what Justin Olam is on. Zero Tackle usually um, has the answers in terms of what contract he's on. So I'm going to get that up right now for you guys as well. Justin Olam, let's have a look. Come on. Zero Tackle usually has all of the answers in terms of contracts. So it does say here that he has been signed until 2026. I believe there's an option uh, for after that or till 2025 option for 2026. I know there's an option in and around there somewhere. Um, We just got to find it really. Uh, Melbourne Storm Centre found himself down in the pecking order at the club uh, for close to last season, obviously with Marion Seva, Young Tanamapea getting a long crack. Um... Juju Olam being under contract with the Storm until 2026 season. The Storm would need to be willing to release him as he can't negotiate with rival clubs until November 1, 2025. And obviously, we're getting that deal um, with the West Tigers for Sean Bloor. Yeah, it doesn't say what contract he's on. It doesn't say how much he's on either. Um, Justin Olam. It's fucking hard to find. Tell you that. Tell you that. Justin Olam's salary. Let's have a look. Player profile doesn't say how much he's on. It just says that he's on contract until 2026. Yeah, I can't really find. I I, I don't imagine he'd be on anything more than 400, 450 because I think it, he's still on his first contract. I'm pretty sure he is still on his first contract. At the most, I think he'd be on 500k. I think they are trying to release him to sort of, you know, decrease a bit, a bit of pressure in their cap as well. They obviously want to go out and sign some more forwards. They were actually considering playing Sean Bloor in the middle. I think that's why Sean Bloor didn't go there in the first place. Maybe that deal's changed. Maybe we could see Sean Bloor lining up in the centers or on an edge. Um, but they have got their edges somewhat sorted. Joe Chan, I think, is a lock for me. Uh, not a lock forward, but I think that he is a lock for one of the edge spots. They have got Jack Howarth there. They did let go of Tarek Sims, which is big, but Trent Lorio has been there for most of the year and he's killed it for most part of the year as well. So I think that could be the edge pairing that we have for the Melbourne Storm. I might give you an even a little bit of a sneak peek into my predicted lineup at the moment. And obviously I've been changing these every day before I've been posting them as well uh, with contract uh, updates and signings that we've had over the past few days as well. Yeah, my back row at the moment is Alicia Katoa and Trent Lorigo. So uh, I've nearly forgot about Alicia Katoa there for sure. Joe Chan's on my bench. Yeah, I don't know where Sean Blue would fit into this side. I don't imagine he'd be in the 17. Other than if you put him at center, I've got only at center for me at the moment, and I'm sort of keeping him there just in case, obviously, things change. Um, 
you're giving away a little bit too much of my predicted lineup there just quietly. But yeah, look, it'd be very interesting, this swap deal. Uh, Sean Bloor, I imagine now, would be going to play in the middle, maybe even in that 13 jersey. And Josh King maybe moves into the middle forwards. I wouldn't be surprised. I think Josh King is a more traditional front rower in the game today as well. I don't think he really suits the, I guess, ideal lock forward. He's not really a ball playing lock forward for me. I think he does suit the more modern day front rower. Can also slot into the back row, played a lot of back row at Newcastle. So, um, you know, obviously a bit of versatility in the forwards. I could definitely see him going to the bench. Maybe they start Sean Bloor at 13. Uh, and Sean Bloor has a bit of speed about him. He can play center. We've seen him play center. Uh, obviously can, you know... <laughs> He can really contradict where he plays and, and get him fit for our different positions. His versatility, I think, is a great thing to bring into this Melbourne Storm side. Um, so, yeah, look, very interesting to see how this shop deal uh, swap deal goes. But as for the West Tigers getting Justin Olam, where does Justin Olam fit into the fray? Does he start? I think he does. Looking at the centers at the moment, you have Brent Naden and Adam Dewey. Fuck, I don't think he does start. David Offaluma was in and out of first grade, so we could see Naden go to the wing uh, and maybe Olem cop into center or vice versa. We could see Olem on the wing. Olem's played a little bit of wing for PNG even before he debuted. I think he played one year before he debuted for PNG on the wing. Uh, sorry, one year before he debuted for Melbourne for PNG on the wing. Um, but yeah, look, I mean, we could definitely see maybe Olam slot in somewhere. But looking at this side at the moment, the back lines, David Nofaluma, who I think with Benji coming in will be a lock. Uh, Brett Naden, uh, sorry, not, not a lock forward again, a lock in this side on the wing. Uh, Junior, po- uh, Junior Tupo on the other wing. Um, Brett Naden and Adam doing the centers. I don't think you could really slot in Olam anywhere in the starting side, at least anyway. You could bulk him up and potentially play him on an edge, but he is a bit um, too small for me for that. He definitely has the strength and the toughness to go there, but uh, I don't think that's where I'll end up. As I said, Isaiah Papali'i, John Bateman will be my edges for me. We have seen Bateman move into 13, but I don't think we'll see that again. Um, yeah, look, very as I said, very interesting to see where these guys end up. In terms of who wins the battle, I think that uh, the Melbourne Storm do slightly. Olam's a great player, but Olam, there must be something going on there because he has been in and out of first grade. He didn't get picked in the first PNG side, so there has to be something going on there um, for, for him. I'm very confused as to why he hasn't been picked for PNG or for Melbourne towards the back end of the year. There has to be something going on there, and for him to already be on the outer... There has to be something going on um, behind closed doors as well that we don't know about. Could he be another guy that Benji tries to keep? Uh, I'm not sure. It'd be very interesting again to see what happens. Um, Obviously, now that Benji has the reins, and it appears that Benji has the reins because they have kept Alex Twall. Uh, which we talked about on the podcast today as well. If you want to go and listen to that one, you're more than welcome to. But I think in terms of the versatility of Sean Bloor, he can play center. He can play on an edge. He can play in the middle forwards. He can play, uh, you know, at center as well. He can play a number of positions. Um, for, side, I think I already said center. On an edge, at center, lock forward. You know, he can play a ton of positions in this side, uh, in the front row as well if you really need it. I mean, I think in terms of the versatility of that Sean, Bro- Sean Bloor would bring, to a Melbourne Storm side, particularly when there are a need for forwards at the moment. I think that the Melbourne Storm do win the battle. Whereas for 
the West Tigers. They do have their centre sorted for me. It would be Brent Naden and uh, Adam Dewey. Uh, Naden, again, has been in and out of first grade as well uh, and obviously has copped a few suspensions towards the back end of the year. Um, and a, a lot of people somewhat forgot that he was in the side as well towards the back end of the year as well. But, um, yeah, look, I think that they don't really have enough room at the moment. They have got a few outside backs waiting in reserve grade as well. One of, one of those being Charlie Staines as well. So there isn't much room. I think that he'd be a second string or a third string center um, for this side to come in if there's injury. Uh, you know, with you know how he's been treated at the Melbourne Storm at the moment, it looks like he is the third, fourth string center. Um, so he might come in on, in that capacity for the West Tigers if there is a swap deal. It is hard to tell. It really is hard to tell. I mean, they were looking for Bradman Best, so maybe they are looking for a starting center. Maybe Olam is that starting center for them. We'll have to wait and see. I'm very keen to see what happens in relation to this swap deal. But as I said, in terms of who wins the swap deal for me, I would have to go slightly with the Melbourne Storm getting Sean Bloor and getting that versatility. Well,